Hello, my name's Kimberly, and I'm perhaps what you would call a modern day Feng Shui consultant. I can help you turn your home into the most supportive, calm, and peaceful space you can imagine. I'm here to guide and show you how to work with your home to unlock its power and magic. And in that, I'm committed to sharing the secret of this magical practice in a way that everyone can use. Welcome to the second episode of the Feng Shui Flow. Thank you so much for all of your lovely, kind words from the first episode. You know, it's quite scary sitting here, putting my word out to the world about Feng Shui, thinking, gosh, is anyone going to listen? And some of you have really implemented some of the hints and tips into your homes and that's why I'm doing it. I I know I said last week that I really feel that Feng Shui needs to be more mainstream because it has helped me so much in my home, getting me closer to what it is that I desire and my intentions. And we all speak about manifestation and the law of attraction, but Feng Shui is just left behind. So this is my quest for everybody to implement at least something in their home to create that beautiful, peaceful, calming, abundant space. So I felt it was only right to start today talking about what exactly Feng Shui is. So a lot of time people come and ask me and say, what do you do? And I'm a Feng Shui consultant. And I sort of get that look from people to go, mm-hmm. <laughs> Or what exactly is that? And a lot of people say they've heard of it, like I had. I've heard the term feng shui, but really I've got no idea what it means. And some people think it's about having this crisp furniture in your house and having this really tidy house. And it's not. And it's a lot more than that. So that's what I want to tell you about today. So Feng Shui has been around for more than 4,000 years and its main purpose was to increase wealth, health, abundance and prosperity. So the Feng stands for water and the Shui stands for wind. So if you have good Feng Shui, it means that you will have a good harvest, good wealth, good abundance, and good prosperity. And in China, it's considered this really sacred practice, but it is becoming more mainstream. And a lot of the corporate offices and banks and hotels and stately homes, they've all been balanced energetically, which is what Feng Shui is to allow for that wealth and abundance and prosperity to grow. So Feng Shui can also be quite a confusing topic because there's lots of books out there. There's lots of Google, there's lots of websites. You know, if you Google Feng Shui, it will come up with a million different sites and that's great. But there's lots of different schools of 
feng shui out there, which is why sometimes the information is a bit conflicting. And the main thing is what it comes down to is the way that we map the house. So in Western feng shui, that uses the front door as the entry to the house and the rest of the house is mapped from there. However, the method that I use, which is called the Flying Stars Classical Feng Shui, we map the house according to the compass direction. And this is where Feng Shui can become really complicated. And if I were to analyse a house, I'd obviously go deeper into this theory. But what we try and do is just balance the house according to the compass. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see me teaching you how to find the southeast area of your home, which is the wealth corner of your home. So I just thought I'd explain here how to find those different areas of your home, because it's quite important. And If you go onto my website, you can download my free document that tells you which areas of your home represent different areas of your life, but you will need your compass to do this. So if you have a compass on your phone, if you don't, download one and simply stand in the middle of your home with your phone laying flat on your hand pointing away from you. Take away any jewellery because this can change the the magnets inside and that can sway things a little bit. So have the phone pointing outwards and just really slowly start to turn your body around in a circle so that you can pick up where north and south is. I mean, you may know just because of where the sun rises and sets, for example. But it's quite important to be really specific in the home. So find where north and south is and then just keep moving around. And if you're wanting to find your wealth area, for example, go to that southeast pointer and walk as far as you can in that direction in your home And that is where your wealth corner is in the southeast corner. So explaining and understanding feng shui can be quite difficult because you you can't see it, but you can feel it. And a really good way of explaining it is linking it with acupuncture. If you've ever had acupuncture or you know about acupuncture, It's about releasing energy blocks in the body. And to do that, you have really tiny needles put inside of your body and that releases the energy blocks so that the energy can flow through your body. And when the energy is flowing, you feel more energized, less likely to be in pain, less likely to have that negative energy running throughout your body. And that is what feng shui does. So Feng Shui is the home version of acupuncture in that we release those energy blocks around the house. So you may feel it in your house that some areas feel quite calm, but some areas may just feel super negative, really hectic, and just quite a stressful place to be. 
And so the practice of feng shui is to balance that all around the house. Now, don't get me wrong, you need to have rooms that are really calm in the house because you need to relax. So your lounge, for example, should be a place where you can sit down at nighttime and you can just discombobulate, I love that word, and just reground yourself and like lighting is really important. It's got nothing to do with feng shui, but I was listening to something the other day and they were talking about how at nighttime you need to have lighting that represents sunset. So anything below the eye line is where the lighting should be. And I thought that was quite clever. Um, but then at the same time, you need areas of your home that have energy because if the whole house was too calm, then sometimes that might lead to a low mood, feeling of depression. You know, if you were in the dark all the time, you'd find it quite hard to find that energy. Like if you have sad seasonal disorder, then you need that light to wake you up, but you can't be in that light the whole time because it would just be exhausting. So it's about looking at the house and rebalancing it. Now, I don't look at furniture and I've said that before, but we do look at colours in the house because some areas of your house need that effervescence. So I have a corner of my house, once I analysed it, that needed the red colours, those fiery colours, because you need that energy to come in, but not too much of it because that can lead to overwhelm, anxiety and stress. And you really don't want that. So sometimes with our homes, we're not quite in tune with them as we are with our bodies. And perhaps you've never even considered the fact that your house has a flow of energy. But I'm sure you must have been to somebody's house where you just go in and you feel utterly drained. You can't see the energy draining you, but you come out and you just feel like you need some fresh air, you need some light and you just need a little bit of, you know, the energy back in your body. So that's what acupuncture does to your body. It brings back that life and that's what feng shui does to your home, bringing back that life and that beautiful flow of energy. Because you know, your house should feel like the most supportive partner you could ever dream of. They don't do the doing for you, but they're there to give you that nudge and for you to be the very best person that you can be. And once you're aware of some of the feng shui practices, you'll actually start to notice them everywhere. And the most commonly used one is the flowing water in feng shui, because it's believed that the flow of water when placed in a specific area will just bring you that lovely flow of abundance. So in front of hotels and shopping centers, there's a new apartment block where I live and they have this lovely water fountain in front of that. And yes, it looks pretty, but there's a really good reason as to why that's there. So how can feng shui help you? So for me, I wanted a business that flowed and I felt like I was constantly coming up against brick walls and it was that hustle, that non-stop, not seeing the results that I wanted. And I was doing everything that I could from having a mentor to help me develop my skills, writing affirmations on post-it notes everywhere around the house. 
And I also felt like certain pockets of the house just felt more stressful than they needed to be. And for us, for me, it was our kitchen because that's where I come in through the front door, but everyone else comes in through the kitchen door, the back door. So they come in from school, they come in from work, the dog's in and out. And that's where everybody's energy from the outside world comes into. So I just felt that that needed to be much calmer. And you know, feng shui can help so many areas of your life. And this is what my download will tell you, you know, where these are in the house. But it can help with health, self-love and self-acceptance, gratitude, fame, reputation, recognition, love, marriage, children, fertility, attracting helpful people in your life, travel, career, life's journey, wisdom, family, community, wealth, prosperity and abundance. Honestly, the list goes on because all of these areas in your home are represented. Now, there is an ideal home in Feng Shui, which is this perfect rectangle house. You know those doll's houses, which a lot of stately homes are, they're that perfect rectangle shape. And that's because in Feng Shui, we divide the home into nine equal squares. So a rectangle or a square is perfect. And each of those squares, as I said, represents a specific area of your life. So the southeast area is your wealth area, for example. The central area is your family. So every home will have a central area. But sometimes through architectural design, through planning or through extensions, we often don't have houses that are that perfect shape. So you might have an L-shaped house, you might have a U-shaped house, you might have a little bit that sticks out at the back and a little bit that sticks out at the front. And that can sometimes mean then that you are missing some of these areas in your home. So if you are missing the southeast area, then that could possibly impact your wealth. If you are missing a health area, for example, then that could really impact the health of those that live inside the home. So this is where feng shui really comes in, in that if you feel once you've moved to a house that your life has changed and not for the good, so it might be health, it might be relationships, it might be wealth, then this is when rebalancing the home can really help because we can do things that actually squares off those L-shaped houses or where you've got a bit that sticks out. We can incorporate things into the house that means that those areas aren't lost and you won't even notice them. They're tiny little tweaks that we can make to your house that will make a huge difference to your life. And There's never a wrong house in Feng Shui. And somebody sent me a message the other day saying they were about to buy a house. It's an L-shaped house and it was really stressing her out. Like there isn't a wrong thing. We can rectify most things. But sometimes if you are looking at buying houses, it can be worth having an analysis done on that potential house to say, 
Is it good? Is it in a money lock? What's going on with that house? Especially if you're deciding between two houses. But honestly, no house is completely incorrect when it comes to feng shui. Everything can be rectified and remedied. So if you did want to have your house analysed and had a full feng shui flow, I want to talk you through what that process looks like. So we often start with actually what your intention is because the intention behind feng shui is what's really important. What is it that you want to call in or change about the energy or about your life? So we go through that process and we have a call and a chat and talk about that. And then I ask for some documents from you. So we look at the floor plans of the house. We look at some photos as well of the house and where the house is looking out to. And I also need to know when the house was built, which for some people, people know exactly when their house was built. And for others, it can take a while. For me, it took a trip to the library. It took a lot of Googling, talking to a local historian because it was built in 1569. So, but I loved finding that out. I felt that it helped my relationship with my home to appreciate it even more as to, you know, all those things that it's lived through for those hundreds of years is, is really quite incredible. So, I ask my clients to find this information and then I go off and do my analysis. So I look at the floor plans. I look at the shape of the house. I look at when the house was built. I look if you've had any extensions because all of this changes the energy within the home. I divide the house up into the nine areas. I look at where it sits on the compass geographically. I then look at the Lupin compass, which is the the compass that we use in Feng Shui to look at the element of your home. So is it a firehouse? Is it a a wooden house? Is it an earth house? So I can actually advise you on the best colour front door to have because that's where that good energy comes in. And then I look at how we can remedy that energy. So the flying stars that I mentioned earlier means that I run numbers in the house and you may know from your own knowledge that the number eight is like the magical number in in Chinese. So if you have a room that has a triple eight, then that's where I would say that perhaps you need to work or you need to spend a lot of time in. And there's other areas of the home that may not look so positive energetically. So then we put remedies into the home and we use the five elements to do this. So we use water, we use fire, not literal fire, just those lovely fiery colours and not loads of them because I know people are quite proud of the colours of your home. So the areas that I had to include red, I just bought a red candle, a little red postcard. You know, there's things that you can do to work around your own style. Metal is the element that eats up that bad energy. So quite often we have to use heavy metal but this can be hidden quite easily under sofas, you know, in cupboards, things like that. So you won't see it. And we implement these remedies into the home. And sometimes it can take a while for that to settle. But sometimes when it does, and for us, it it happened fairly quickly, actually, you just feel that difference in the home. It's like somebody's just pushed down your shoulders, giving you a nice shoulder and neck massage when you walk in the home. It's beautiful. We also look as to whether your home is in a money lock and our home was in a 20-year money lock. Our house could not have been worse from a feng shui point of view. So 
we had to do quite a bit. We had to put in moving water at the back of our house. And we also had to replicate what we call a mountain because in Feng Shui, the mountain represents that that grounding, that feeling secure. You know, I don't know if you've ever been skiing or if you've ever been up a mountain, like that feeling of just that strength of the mountain behind you. We use that in Feng Shui. And I'm not saying we had to build a huge mountain at the back of our house. You don't. There's ways that we work around it. It's quite simply just a statue or something that comes up higher than your door handle. So it's not, you know, this huge, huge mountain behind your house. And that represents also like helpful people because sometimes, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're like, I just want someone to help me. And that can really help in that area. So that's what we do. We work together. It's a backward and forward process. And I help you also source and place these items in your home. It's all done remotely. It's all done over Zoom. And it's actually a great time at the moment because the remedies change ever so slightly come the Chinese New Year, which is the beginning of February, because we use the compass and every year magnetic north just shifts ever so slightly. We also, when we're running the numbers, we shift into another cycle of feng shui. So those numbers change ever so slightly. So actually starting now, the beginning of February is the perfect time because it's the Chinese New Year and these remedies will last the whole year for you. And every year, just very slight tweaks will need to be made. So that's the full feng shui flow. And there's lots of different ways you can work with me. So I have the happy home kit on my website. This is your house cleansing kit. This is great to use after Christmas. It's also great to use if you're moving house because you don't want everybody else's energy who's lived there to still be in there because often, unfortunately, when people sell their houses, it might be because of financial reasons. It might be because of family relationship reasons. And you don't want yourself to absorb those reasons. I also have the Welcome in the Wealth program. This is a program that you can do at home in your own time. It's a video of me sharing absolutely everything that I know about how to welcome in all of the wealth, prosperity and abundance that you desire. There's an ebook and a meditation. And then there's also working with me. And that's a month long process. It's quite a quick turnaround because quite often what I found is that people want it to happen as soon as possible. They don't want to wait three months. So they're all the different ways you can work with me. And I've also mentioned before as well that if you aren't into perhaps the magic of Feng Shui, then I do work with a device called the Healy. And the Healy works on electromagnetic frequencies to do exactly what Feng Shui does. And the Mag Healy is a device that sits in your home. It's a circular device about the same size as a DVD, if anybody still uses DVDs, I don't know. Um, And it sits in your home and it emits a frequency that you desire. It might be a working frequency, a study frequency, a calming frequency. There's also a family frequency, a playing frequency for children just to chill them out a little bit, If you, especially if you have family dynamics or children that just have more energy than you could ever, ever dream of as an adult. So that's another way that we can help just shift those energy blocks in the home. 
So that's the end of today's podcast. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I hope you enjoyed it. So much love, Kimberly. Kimberly.